0: He hurt his MCL, uh, last play of practice yesterday. Should be back sometime this year, though. There at the start practice yesterday. Was it yesterday? Sorry, two days ago. Last play of Wednesday, yeah. Do you know what the corresponding move is going to be yet? Um, i got a good idea, but we haven't made it official yet, so I can't say. You say surgery? Uh, he does not need surgery. So are you looking at 2 months time? I, I think, like... I know you guys hold me to all this stuff, I and mean, Eric, I'm not a doctor. Um, I think it's like six to eight weeks, something like that. Yes. Uh, you said six to eight weeks. I don't know. About I, know. <laughs> I don't ask this question to be a jerk, but uh, there, there's, a po- there's a point to this. Um, when uh, the, the play Purdy got hurt in the NFC Championship game, is, is there, what would you call the route Ayuk was running? Was there special Call there? it a Rico? Yeah. Uh That was a new route we put in for that week, so we just made it up. It was off some song we heard. Yeah. And he had won that route, but, uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a big one. Ran a couple times in the game, too. Um, I think Debo had one too. He had one big on, just couldn't get to him. Did so you put in for that game? Uh, right. yep, for that look. Yeah, it was an important route. Oh, Is so that one, it? One, I'm one, waiting one, for you what you're trying to get to. Real down on this. All, All right. right. <laughs> it. It's obviously stayed in, stayed in for this season. Yes. Or every? Did Did you use it in Pittsburgh? Mm, nope. I'll be. Is that it? I'll, yeah. All, <laughs> All right. sure there's more to this. Uh, Debo getting the ball twice on a, a catch and a run. That designed, obviously, to go with him right off the bat. Was there a certain kind of message you wanted to? Uh, no, about? we just we like those looks. And I mean, wanted to get his Debo the first play of the ball in his hands. And um, and the coverage allowed it. But there's a lot of plays like that that don't go to him. So it's um, there's lots of plays designed to go to people. We balance it out pretty, pretty good. Um, but it doesn't always work out that way. You and John have talked in the past about in 2019 when you got Debo trying to pivot more towards physical receivers. How much of that was trying to you know improve the run the run blocking and making sure that you have guys who are capable and willing in that aspect? Um, not as much. Um, even smaller guys, I feel like we've always had real willing blockers. Um, you yeah, know that actually that didn't really have much to do it at all. It's um, you know. You know, I always thought separation to me is always the biggest um, strength of receivers. You want guys who can get open um, versus man coverage and how they're wired with quickness and stuff like that. But um, I felt sometimes in years past, um, going for those type of guys, um, we we couldn't defeat holding all the time. And not like blatant holding, but good holding. When you jam someone, you get your hands on them, you don't let them go cuz you're in tight. Um, and that was harder with some of the smaller guys. And um, got a little frustrated with that instead of complaining all the time about not having holding calls, we thought it could be um, beneficial to maybe have a little less of that and get some stronger guys, which um, didn't have to depend on always not getting held. Some of the guys in the locker room said that when Emmanuel Sanders got here in twenty nineteen, they felt like he was someone who, you know, like you said, not maybe not the biggest guy, but really set the tone. Did you see? Did you see that in terms of like what he brought to the table and, and guys stepping up in that aspect? The run line? Yeah, th- yeah. I mean, Emmanuel. It was one of my favorite receivers of all time. Like, I think he's one of the most underrated receivers. Like, Emmanuel was great, Um, how good he was in Denver, how good he was in Pittsburgh before. Um, We got him towards the end, but when he came in, he was still, at that time, he was our best separator. Um, He was so good, and he helped those guys a ton, just not only how he was our best separator, but his conditioning. Um, He never took a play off. It it seemed he was dead. It seemed he couldn't go another play. But once that ball snapped, he was full speed. Um, I think he showed a huge standard for that and him being one of the smaller guys compared to the others. Just weight wise, he didn't turn anything down and he always had good technique and stuff. And um, that's all you need to me as a receiver. Um, Good technique and the mindset to do it paired with everything we do. And it was one of our hardest decisions not to keep manual. It was just the age with Kendrick Bourne and stuff and how he was coming on. So we had to make that decision. But I loved Emmanuel. Brock was talking about uh, the value he got from being a scout team quarterback last last year and the things that he learned and what he could add to his toolbox. It's a little different situation for Sam that he's been a starter for so long. I was wondering how you think he's adapting to it. And uh, does having a guy with a real similar physical stature to Matthew Stafford help this week? Um. Yeah, I mean, Sam is, is there's a reason he was um, the third pick in the draft. I mean, it's, it's his throwing ability. And Stafford, like everyone knows, is as good as there is at that. And um, to have a guy with his arm strength and can spin it very similar to him, uh, it helps a ton. Not many people can be close to simulating that. And Sam's one of the few people who can. So it's real good for our safety. good for our linebackers. Good for everyone. It's a more Cox. Where is um, Luter in terms of his recovery? I think he's doing a good job, you know I mean? I don't see him much because he's always working um, on the side with our medical staff. But um, again, I don't mind giving days for you doesn't hold him, me to him. But I think we're looking like around week five, week six for him. So hopefully that will keep continuing well. This is the earliest you faced, I think, the Rams, the 49ers since 2016. Do you, do you care what time in the year you face him? Is, is it weird at all facing them that earlier? I don't know. I thought it was weird last year that our series between each other was done so early. Um, There was so much more football after we were done. We played them, I think, twice in the first six games, maybe seven. Um, This year, we're playing them sooner than we have. I think in 19, we played them in week four after a Thursday night game or by we can't remember. Um, so yeah, this is the earliest, which is a little different. But then we don't play them again till the last week. So um, we know, we'll see what two types of teams we are when it gets to the last week. It'll be different for both of us then and it's still early now. So we totally don't know exactly where either team is at. So there's a little more unknown and there's a lot more known in the last one. How much did Brock gain from not playing against the Rams previously but going through? Two game plans and you know the preparation of two two weeks when he wasn't playing. I think it's huge. I mean, we always have certain things we got to do versus the Rams. You know, just with some of the problems they present. Um, so he got to see Jimmy go through it twice, um, and it was cool. So he, he knew what to expect. He did a hell of a job of it this week. Seemed like he'd been through it a hundred times, but it was his first time really going to do it in front of everyone. But uh, it shows that he was always doing it on the side last year when no one was asking him to do it in front of everyone.